beautiful Leo friends and welcome to your horoscope for 2021 and Leo this year I think is a really big defining kind of year for you because there is so much happening in your career and there's so much happening in your relationships as well and then we hit eclipse season which comes right into the fifth house where you are a natural ruler of the fifth house so the place of self-expression the place in the space of joy this year, I think become very, very big and how you're doing the dynamics between where you work, where you play, who you are and how you engage in these relationships. I think it's a very big defining year for you in those terms. Now we've got Mercury retrograde coming this year, three times a year, like always. And we'll talk about that in just a minute, but I do want to point out to you as a fire sign, we're going to have retrogrades. We're going to have some of our big, heavier energies in the energy of air in the element of air air and fire can work wonderfully well together so this can be a really big year for you in terms of doing some healing doing some expansion letting go of things that you don't feel like fit you anymore letting go of people places and things that don't fit anymore it's also a very big year for you leo to figure out what's your new mode of expression how are you going to leo as we move forward from this point now 2020 all the chips had to fall out of the bucket but this year we get to pick them up and see what we can build with them next so it's a really exciting kind of year i do not think by any stretch of the imagination that it's going to just be a cakewalk in the park there's change there's structure that has been shown to us that doesn't work and there's a resetting that is available now we've got saturn and uranus who are going to square each other three times this year in february june and december and this is huge on a global level, but this is also just as big at a personal level because for you, Leo, it is going to put this square between your 10th house and your 7th house. So you've got Saturn over here in Aquarius. This is the 7th house in Taurus. Uranus over here in Taurus in your 10th house. As these two clash against each other, they can bring changes that you couldn't or you felt like you were stuck making on your own. It's going to put you in that little box and say, hey, Take an action, make a decision. We have to pop out of this box. We have to do something different. Now, the response that you have to that this year is huge. And it is telling about the course of what you'll set up as we go forward. The worst thing that we can do is really push in and resist the change that this square is trying to stimulate us into that different direction of activity. Instead, Lean into those squares as they come this year. Lean into the relationships. Lean into the career and not just career. Because if you are not working, if you are a stay-at-home person, if you are whatever, your 10th house is also about what we know you as in the world. What do we call you? What's your reputation? What are you known for? So think of it in those terms as well. Where are your relationships and that level of your freedom and independence and feeling secure um, where is that stirring up and instead be very flexible. This is where I'll tell you this year, Leo, pivot. You might have to pivot. You maybe don't need an entirely new different direction with these things, but you need to pivot and stay open-minded, stay flexible, adapt to the changes, be with the fear if it comes up, be with the excitement if it comes up, but just know that there is going to be a pivot and if you resist it, it maybe is going to hurt a lot more, which there's lessons in that as well, okay? Let's jump in here and talk about what's happening this year and get you some dates and get you ready to enjoy or into and enjoying 2021, depending on when you're listening, okay? 
at the beginning of the year, we're coming in with Mars getting out of the energy of Aries. And it's been, it's so wonderful when it's in its ruling planet or when it's in its ruling sign because it's comfortable, flowing free, living our best life, doing things, right? But it was there for a very long time because of the retrograde. So now, as we come to the beginning of January and Mars moves into the energy of Taurus, this lights up the career zone for you and you've got action and movement now. Now, when Mars was in Aries, did the retrograde, came direct, you saw a different strategy about who you want to be in the world, what you want to be known for, where you want to do those things in your career, what you want that to look like right? In that direction of living. And now as Mars moves into Taurus, into the actual 10th house career timing, you get to take what you started in that Aries energy and make it solid, make it steady in the 10th house of Taurus being here. You have a little bit of a shakeup here because Uranus is also in the energy of Taurus. So this is where you get to have your breakout, not your rebellion. Rebellion is the challenge that doesn't say I'm adaptable, but you get to have your revolution and it's yours to have. So this could very much so look like, you know, where your career and your ambition and things in the world are happening. Now this Mars and Taurus is trying to help make that steady and get that going and find the depth that's available there. But either way too, it just moves out of the energy of Aries. So you get a nice deep breath. Okay. Then we have Mercury beginning the retrograde energies in the um, air element. So the first one will be in January in the energy of Aquarius, right across the street, the seventh house. So you're going to go back over, review, re-edit, reconnect, reunion with relationships in your life, conscious, chosen, one-on-one -on -one relationships. Now we'll also have Saturn and Jupiter in the energy of Aquarius. So I'm telling you, in your relationships, you are really looking at what is, do I feel stuck? Do I feel free? Where do I feel like I'm not even expressing me in my relationships? Uranus is pushing this energy of separate, separate a little bit. You have to have your own place amongst the whole. So as this Mercury is retrograding, look at your thinking. What's your perception of the groups that you're in? What's the per perception of your relationships that you're in? Do you have self-expression happening there? Or is it something, Leo, too, in your relationships, you're just kind of floating along and maybe you're not speaking up enough. You're not saying the thing that you need to say, and that's maybe causing some friction. So look at it from all angles during the retrograde. The next one will be in May where we will have the Mercury retrograde in the energy of Gemini, so in that 11th house. So again, we're going to look at the dynamics of relationships, but it will be at that level of groupings and as well as the level of long-range plans, goals, designs, and you're going to relook at how you communicate at that level, how you Gemini, how you network, you know, are you, are you resisting technology or connection? Is there something you'd like to deepen in this area or something you'd like to go back to to connect with? that'll actually help that long-range plan, goal, dream, design get off the ground and get moving forward. So we'll talk more about that as we get into that May time frame. And the last one will be in September in the energy of Libra, so just down in the third house space, okay? So you're going to go back and relook at the balance of communication. So you see we have a theme that's forming this year. It's communication. How do you express in your relationships, in your mind, in your thinking? Are you also in your mind, Leo? I think it's a great thing to do this year to look at where does your mind have you separate 
from what's actually going on in the level of engagement in your life and where can you seal that up or where can you make that stronger? Is it time to bring in a level of commitment with someone or with something that you didn't have necessarily in 2020 or it's like you couldn't get the energy going and now you're able to bring that in? I think the retrogrades and everything this year help you take a look at that. Now, Saturn and Uranus are going to square off three different times, February, June, and December. Now, as they do, that is again going to be this square that clashes against 7th house and 10th house. So relationships and work and relationships and reputation. And if you are not feeling free or you are not, um, you've been feeling in a rut, this is definitely going to be a thing where you might say, I got to put this down or I have to put this relationship down this way. I have to put this work down this way. This is a year-long engagement that we will have with these energies, and we did feel them in 2020, but we're going to feel them, I think, much more intensely here in 2021. So remember, to be this powerhouse for yourself, pivot. Don't fight against to the very best of your ability, but definitely expect some big changes some resistance with some growth in this relationship and the um, career ambition zone as well, okay? On May 13th, we're going to see Jupiter take a dip into the energy of Pisces until July 28th where he will retrograde. Now, this dip into the energy of Pisces just to me speaks of full-scale guardian angel level healing and expansion for you. This is going to light up your eighth house of intimate things, your fears, commitments, um, astrology, counseling, all of those things that live at the depths of us where we really want something solid and stable and healthy, but we've maybe had to go through a little something to get there, or we have to engage and collaborate with another person in order to heal this area, in order to Jupiter in Pisces, in order to expand forgiveness, expand um, our spirituality in this particular area. So I think as Jupiter comes and has his dip in this energy out of Aquarius, you maybe feel that. Maybe something happens where there's a genuine um, softening that happens for you. It's almost like there's something beautiful and spiritual and you're able to come together with another resource or another source in a way that you couldn't connect before. And all of this would be about your healing. This would all be about, um, you know, and healing. I want to be very clear. Sometimes healing means we have to go with another person into the challenge or into the pain or into the just unknown in order to come out in that transformative eighth house light um, to the other side. But whatever it is, Jupiter and Pisces, I think, does act here as a beautiful guardian angel to help you um, do that work and definitely to keep self-expressing for sure. When we get to the May 26th time frame, we're going to begin the eclipse cycle. So May 26th, June 10th, November 19th, and December 4th, this gives us our eclipse cycle happening here. Now, the main eclipses that I think are going to have a big shake on you are, of course, all of them, but we will have a continuing series of them in Sagittarius and Gemini. And this is going to light up in Sagittarius, your fifth house area. True love, play, joy, um, self-expression, all of these things will be lit up for you. 
So these lunar eclipses are going to give you six month bursts of realization and energy to say, am I expressing? What do I need to say? Where is my joy? Where is my play? Where am I taking a risk? Where am I now able to take that risk and start that new business or say that new thing? I think it is as equally delicious for romance this year. I absolutely do. So somebody could be blowing into your life. There's this energy for you here in relationships. So maybe this is even the vibe of marriage happening for you or deeper commitment in some way, shape or form. And if it happens to be that you want to um, not have a commitment or a connection anymore, whatever it is around this area, it will be because Leo has said, this is what's right for me, or this is what's not right for me. It will be a very self-expressive energy. Now, the fifth house also lights up the area of children. So having eclipses here, this is not just conception of children, it's conception of ideas, but it is this idea of what are even your children having new conceptions of this year that you can help them find their self-expression. And maybe it's like they're changing direction, so you've got to find a new self-expression, right? Because you got to help the kiddos navigate what they are doing. So it really will be the pivot year. So just remember to pivot and stay flexible, okay? Now, Jupiter's movement all year long is going to have an impact on these eclipses because he's the ruler of Sagittarius. So what's going to happen is as Jupiter is up here working on these relationships, all of these eclipses, even the one that's in, in Gemini, even the one that's going to be not so much the one in Taurus, that'll have a little bit more of that Saturn-Uranian impact, but they're going to have this pull on your relationships and looking at resetting those six months at a time. When we get into November though, we've got this kind of one-off eclipse that's happening at 27 degrees of Taurus. This is the 10th house space, okay? So this is where Uranus has been working and rocking up there in Taurus. Now those two are not gonna be close enough to each other at this eclipse, but still Uranus is big. He shakes the area he comes into. So this is a spice up at work for sure. This is going to either help you drive something big, like you want to develop something here in the career. You want to push that um, that boundary because you have to remember that even though Taurus is this grounded energy, I think that Uranus shakes this area for you and it makes you go, let me think higher. Let me let me see what's maybe just, just over that wall, over my horizon. What else? Or think in a way that is very innovative. Now, this energy in general, in Taurus, is going to have you asking questions about your value at work. Am I solid? Am I steady? Am I building something secure? Because Taurus wants to build something secure. So you're going to be asking your questions and pivoting there to allow yourself to answer those questions. So I think most certainly, whether it is at work, whether it is in a marriage or a relationship, whatever doesn't solidly ground your commitments to this reputation and work area of your life, you will be making some big and sometimes uncomfortable adjustments in that area. As we get to December 19th, we see Venus heading into a retrograde in the energy of Capricorn. Now, as this retrograde happens, it's going to light up your sixth house space. So um, health including mental health and wellness, right? Are you taking care of yourself here? Venus and Capricorn wants to know, can I achieve here? What's the value of how I can achieve here? How can I achieve harmony here? That's what Venus and Capricorn is gonna be looking for. So your health, how are you taking care of that? Your mental health and well-being in your daily routine. Leo, how are you showing up? Are you showing up in a way, um, you know, are you, are you, are you grateful? 
for the things in your life is something that comes to me to ask yourself at this time. Are you grateful? Do you feel like this area of your life has harmony, has beauty, has balance, has something solid and steady? Do you feel like you have matured or you can mature in the area of your daily routines? Now, for some of you too, I'm seeing this is a, you're redoing a project or something because it's like the foundation underneath that project needs to be more steady, but it has a lovely payout as you go forward into 2022, which Venus will take her retrograde into 2022. So this would be an absolutely beautiful revision of this particular area so that it has the highest value for you so that you can achieve with it, so that you can mature with it going forward. Now, as we close out this year, we get to December 29th and Jupiter is coming back into that energy of Pisces for its stay, okay? So now this eighth house, this is where I think we become aware of it between May and July. Just think about how last year we had Saturn step into the energy of Aquarius between March and July, and we got a little taste of some things that were coming. It'll be the same sense that you had um, between May and July of 2021. And then in 2022, Jupiter shows up as that guardian angel energy, I think for you. I think it pushes you to surrender to win. I think it pushes you to know your creativity and to know your beauty in that way that walks between the worlds. I also think if there are mental health issues, if there are issues of seclusion, if there are issues of sickness or challenge, if there are addiction issues, I think that Jupiter coming into Pisces, he's ruling this energy so he's comfortable here it allows the flow for working on these things or healing with and from these things to happen in a way that we don't always have access to it i mean jupiter in pisces with neptune in pisces they haven't been together in the energy of pisces i think this will be actually the only the second time they've come together in this energy so your potential for just a soul level departure or soul level acknowledgement of the things and the places that you walk between the worlds, behavior patterns, ideas, things like that. Jupiter shows up here as this guardian angel help, ready to help you expand and make these adjustments to this eighth house area. So I think it is going to be, you know, I think of the word rebirth for you as we get to the end of this year, Leo, just a complete rebirth. I, I hope you take notes. I hope you document and you follow yourself this year so that you can remember, you know, three months in when you think everything looks the same, you can look back and say, oh my God, I have progressed or I, 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 I don't want that. I'm seeing that I don't want that. So please track yourself, watch yourself this year, Leo, because your growth this year, I think is imminent. It's critical and it is absolutely available. All right, Leos, like this video, comment, share, subscribe. I love you. I'll see you in the eat and greets, the weeklies, the monthlies on Patreon and everywhere I can see you and connect with you. I'll see you next time. Have a great year. Bye.